It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Free agent linebacker Shaq Leonard picks the Eagles over the Cowboys. Did Dallas miss out? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we're going to talk about Shaq Leonard choosing the Eagles over the Cowboys, what the Cowboys do at linebacker going forward, and the current status of Peyton Hendershot, the Cowboys' second-year tight end, who has not played yet this season. But, Landon, let's start with Shaq Leonard. We got the news on Monday that Leonard chose the Eagles over the Cowboys. Not all that surprising. Uh, but no, what was especially your... Not, especially no. not after that game, right? It's just seeing how the, uh, the Eagles linebackers played. And that's why it wasn't surprising really to us. But what was your initial takeaway when you saw the news? Yeah, I wasn't shocked. I mean, again, I think you and I have been pretty uh, uh, steady on this this whole time, is that this is, uh, and maybe this part is more of mine, but I think this the story has been blown out of proportion to a large degree, right? Like just because of who Shaq Leonard is and his name and everything. Um, I think you pointed it out better than anybody. The Colts are paying him not to play for them this year, and, and they're paying quite him quite a, million. quite yeah, quite a bit of money, and the Colts are not, you know, the Colts are in playoff contention right now. They are in the playoffs. So they'd be the sixth uh, seed. Yep. Yeah. So it's not like they uh, are just kind of retooling for the next season. Like they, they have games that they need to win that have left to play. And again, are paying Shaq to leave the, leave the building. Uh, so my initial thought was, yeah, the Eagles really need them. Um, and I, I, for me, my biggest concern has always been, I don't want to take Marquise Bell or or Clark off the field for Shaq Leonard. Like that right. that was my whole thing. So I was obviously okay with the Cowboys signing it. I was actually, you know, people were getting me excited at least by the idea of having him as part of the locker room or mm-hmm. and, and more even more specifically, the number one reason I wanted the Cowboys to sign the the Shaq Leonard is just simply to troll the Eagles so they would have one less linebacker to have. But I honestly don't know that this moves the needle nearly anything. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think they're happy to have another linebacker alternative, especially after what they saw uh, against the the 49ers. But I'm not sure that Shaq Leonard is the savior that they're expecting. Yeah, we wanted the Cowboys to bring in Letter to basically help be a mentor to Marquis Bell and Damone Clark. I know you and I were talking, uh, you know, in a DM about like, Last year with Jason Peters, while Jason Peters only played like 100-ish snaps for the Cowboys, 
he had a big influence on like Tyler Smith, a first year offensive lineman. And I do think that's really valuable, uh, especially later on in the season. My, my problem is always how many snaps are you going to be able to get Darius yep. Leonard? Excuse me, Shaq Leonard. I forget that he's always changed his name. Um, and it's just in Philadelphia, the path to snaps is just so much clearer and cleaner, right? Like there is a good chance, Landon, that we see Shaq Leonard play 55 snaps on Sunday for the Eagles, <laughs> where if Leonard would have signed with the Cowboys this week, he might not have even been active. Like there's a chance the Cowboys would have been like, yeah, let's let's wait and we're going to keep with our rotation and we'll see where we're at as we get a little bit closer to playoff time. It's not hard to see why Leonard chose Philly. I wouldn't be shocked if 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 Shaq had signed with the Cowboys if he had played 55 snaps the rest of the season. Like, yeah, I mean you know he might even, like, he might have even started on the practice squad and they kind of yeah. worked him up. But like he legitimately might be linebacker one for Philly. He's like he is linebacker one, unless you're gonna you know have Nicholas Morrow, who yeah. did not have a good game against the 49ers as your linebacker one. Yeah, so I mean for the Eagles, uh, you know this this feels like a lifeline, but but they're gonna figure out that you know their life preserver is filled with packing peanuts, which I guess float. So never mind. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just don't I, I just don't think that this is a. Uh, a, a situation that is going to be as helpful as the media and everyone has made it out to be. Uh, I, I just think that they've signed. A, I mean, honestly, I view it on par with the Cowboys signing Anthony Barr last year, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's a veteran depth for, uh, for, you know, uh, you know, just to, to kind of distribute the, what, the snaps at a position that you have a lot of, you know, contact. So you need some depth there, but I, I just don't know that this is like, you know, not every free agent signing that people have heard of is Charles Haley being added to the 93 Cowboys. You know, it's like, that's just not true. Well, I mean, okay, like last year, I think it was right about this time last year, the Eagles signed Ndamukong Sue and Linval Joseph to kind of bolster the defensive line. Yeah. And Sue played better than Joseph did, but those guys were nice rotational players. And like, yeah. yes, did they help? Yes. But did it move the needle a ton? No, not really, because when you saw like in the Super Bowl, when those guys had to play extended snaps, they got exposed. And I think Shaq Leonard, there's a very good chance that he is a an upgrade over Nicholas Morrow, over Zach Cunningham, and some of the other guys they're throwing out there, but not enough to fix the, some of the problems they have on that side of the ball. Honestly, I I can't imagine a situation. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I can't imagine a situation where. He starts over Zach Cunningham when Zach Cunningham probably not when he's healthy. Probably not. No, you know, I so I don't. For, for, first of all, you can't have both those guys on the field because you're well, looking cover. They probably are going to at some point. It's not going to be pretty. That's that's for sure. It's yeah. it's tough, man. Like you just like that. You know, putting that kind of elderly linebacker, elderly older like linebacker. Yeah, I know, right? He's like <laughs> 16 years younger than I am. Uh, like you know, to put that kind of like you know. Veteran linebacker uh, who has got a lot of uh, you know uh, yeah. experience and a lot of hits on his body. Putting two of those guys out there, I understand they have a ton of experience, but they just they've sapped all the explosiveness out of those two players. And and you know when you're talking about second level defense, great, yeah, you can trigger on the run and come downhill, fantastic. But guess what? We are going to put you into coverage situation. Right. So I hope you guys can survive that. Yeah, and I, I I really don't want this to come across as sour grapes because the Eagles got him and the Cowboys didn't. I, I, I think it, it made much more sense for Philly to sign him anyways because they had a bigger need. Um, it, but to be honest, Lana, my, 
I, I said the day that he got cut, I, I kind of hope exactly. the Cowboys pass on him because I just don't know what you do with linebackers anymore that can't run to the football and can't change directions. And it's not like Shaq Leonard is a 255 pound yeah. thumper in the mold of the, the, the great Rolando McLean for the Cowboys. He's a 225 pound linebacker that relied on speed to kind of start his career. Now he doesn't have it. I, you know, again, I, I think sour grapes may be how some of Cowboys nation is dealing with this, but I think, Anybody who has any issues, go back and check the podcast when when this got announced. We have been very consistent about this. Yeah. And yeah, to your point, I did find it very very funny when when uh you know, they were talking about the mar- the comparison to Marquise Bell and that, you know, you, you need a guy, you need a bigger guy to kind of fill out the run. Like it's it we've come a long way in, in linebacker body types when Shaq Leonard is being held up as the big time run thumper. Uh, you know, and, and it's, frankly, it just shows you the where yeah. the position is going, and that guess what, a two hundred and ten pound linebacker, that's not going to be all that uncommon here in a few years. So uh, I think you're seeing more and more of it. Remember when uh, Bill Parcells told Roy Williams that he's a biscuit away from being a linebacker, and he was like two hundred and thirty five pounds now. Uh, then, yeah. I mean, now that's like a biscuit away from being a. Two hundred thirty-five pounds. I mean, that's pretty much what Micah Parsons was playing yeah, defensive end that last. Yeah, game. which is also a defensive tackle in third down situation. It's, wow. that's right. it's, it's weird right. how how far we've come. Uh, however, Landon, there there might be a linebacker out there that has a chance to be that downhill thumper who is two hundred and fifty-five pounds, <laughs> who the Cowboys might be showing interest in. Let's get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem promo code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Lot On Cowboys podcast. We want to let, thank you for making Lot On your first listen every single day. We wanted to let, let you know that Lot On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lot On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lot On plus our national shows covering every league. 
Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Landon, let's talk about what the Cowboys could do at linebacker now. So obviously you have Damone Clark, you have Marquise Bell. Behind those two guys is Rashawn Evans, who's played a little bit over the last couple of weeks. It's clear that the Cowboys want to add another linebacker. We we saw a report yesterday from Brian Broaddus uh, at 105.3 uh, The Fam saying that the Cowboys could be interested in Anthony Barr once again, who is on the practice squad with the Vikings. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that makes some sense, right? Uh, and I think that we need to recognize that th- that's probably made possible by the fact that Rashawn Evans has been willing to play special teams, right? Yes. He's been he's been coming in from playing linebacker three, and I think he's actually done a pretty decent job when he's been in there. Uh, and then a, you know a willingness there to go out and play special teams, I think that's that's huge. I mean, look it's not a small thing, right? He's a former first round pick. He, he, the, fa- yeah. the fact that he's willing to, I think that that shows a lot because you're not going to get that from Anthony Barr. You're, you're likely not going to get special teams yeah. uh, work from Anthony yeah. Barr. So if you sign Anthony Barr as your linebacker four uh, or three, or however you want to phrase that, yeah. you're, you're not getting the special teams that, you know, is usually a very, very key part of that linebacker spot. So, that signing would only kind of be allowed because you've got guys who can make up those spots, including Rashawn Evans and some other folks. So I think and Bell himself, I, I'm pretty sure is still also playing special teams. So, <laughs> wow. uh, which is just incredible. Uh, so I, I think, you know, that uh, all being lined up makes the, the, the signing a, a little bit more palatable uh, because you, you do, you know, I think that there is some idea that you may want, uh, that other type of body type, that Leighton Vanderesh body type, just to mix in on on you know maybe early downs or if you're playing Philly late downs, uh, and 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 just to be able to kind of be more physical against the run, come downhill uh, and take on uh, offensive linemen. I think that's where Barr is still you know a valuable player. He's and, and, and if anything, it's it's he's become a unique player in that sense, yeah. right? Because those kind of linebackers just aren't as well you know, traveled anymore. And, and, and the guys that, that, that you want to find to play that sort of role as a linebacker are these veteran types, you know, there just aren't very many young types of these guys. So I do think it makes some sense, but it, 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 it makes sense because you're able to kind of work out the other aspects that you would normally need from that down roster linebacker with other players on your roster. It also helps that he knows the system. So he could yeah. come in and if you needed him to play in two weeks, he could probably do that. He could probably give you 20 to 30 snaps. Um, there's not a lot of, there are not a lot of good options at linebacker right now. Like if you just kind of monitor the the waiver wire and some of the guys <laughs> that are being like picked up and signed right now, like I'll, I'll go through a couple of them really quickly, just that I'm familiar with. Blake Martinez has retired, I believe three times since 2020 he was in this big Pokemon scandal. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, <laughs> uh, he's been retired like three times. He is starting for the Steelers this week at inside mm-hmm. linebacker. Miles Jack mm-hmm. <laughs> got benched by the Steelers last year, signed with the Eagles before training camp. He was so bad in training camp that he actually retired. Uh, and now he's back in the NFL, likely again, starting for the Steelers this week. Like, it is a train wreck across the league at linebacker. So if you could bring in somebody like Anthony Barr, who, you, yes, you don't want him to be your full-time guy, but can give you 15 to 20 quality snaps, I think I'm okay with it. I'll throw out another name. I, I heard that, was it Jacksonville? 
was thinking about signing Ruben Foster from the yeah, US. No, Miami. Oh, yeah. It was Miami yeah, that was working Miami, out. That's Ruben, right. Ruben Foster. Because of David Long. That's right. Because yeah. David Long injury. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Ruben Foster, who was with the USFL last year, could not stay healthy on an NFL field or stay out of trouble off the NFL field, getting a tryout with, with the Dolphins because yeah. of injuries. So, yeah, the pickings are very slim here. And so I think – you know, in that sense, uh, I'm sure the Eagles are thrilled that they got Shaq because, you know, when you look at the survey of the rest of the land, there is nary a starting linebacker to be found at this point. Uh, but I think that they got, you know, the the guy that they feel like is the best of this group. I, honestly, if you're having to pick a starting linebacker like the Steelers and, and the Eagles are right now from this group, uh, you're going to get what you're about to get, right? Yeah. These kind of extremely washed folks. So uh, yeah, it should be, you're fun. just hoping to have them plug holes and not be the reason you lose on defense. Um, unfortunately, I think the best team in the NFC is expert. They're experts at figuring out a way to get your linebackers to play in space. Uh, and I think the Cowboys have done a pretty good job uh, with that as well. Like we're just going to throw over the middle of the field over and over again. And your linebackers got to show that they can cover and tackle. Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to mention, just kind of in regards to this second level spot for the Cowboys, are the safeties, right? The Cowboys mm-hmm. have a lot of depth at safety with Malik Hooker, obviously, as your deep safety, but with J. Ron Curse, Donovan Wilson, Wanya Thomas. Uh, do you think we could see maybe just an uptick of three safety looks to kind of help out some of these linebackers? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if the idea is to try to get some more uh, ability on the second level uh, and you're trying to, you know, do it by maximizing the talent overall of your, of your 11, you know, the best way may be to, to, to drop one of these safeties down and, and then play a, a third safety simply because you've got good depth there. And that uh, gives you more opportunity to play guys like Wanye Thomas, who, who you want sure. to try to get more opportunities on the field. Cause I think Wanye is actually uh, a guy who can actually, play a little bit of both of those spots, right? You've seen him definitely play safety. I mean, you know, he can do that. We want to see more of that, but I also think that he is almost kind of in that curse vein where, uh, you know, you can trust him at the second level to kind of play some nickel linebacker type stuff. Donovan Wilson, obviously is the other guy that can really do that at an extremely high level, which the Cowboys need him to play better. I mean, they 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 paid him quite a bit of money this off season. Uh, they just need better, more consistent play from him. This would be a really great game for him to have his best great game of the yeah. season because yeah. this is the kind of game you know against this team that he should thrive. Right? It's a lot of second level attacking. It's a lot of run game stuff. Uh, this should be an opportunity for Donovan Wilson to have one of his best games, and, and you really, really need him to. And if you don't, look, you're still getting more opportunities for Wanye Thomas, which I think is a better. Uh, He's more of a playmaker and more of a player on the rise than trying to, you know, ham fist, you know, 20 extra snaps of Anthony Barr. So maybe, or, you know, what Sean you do Evans is, or, or Sean Evans or whoever yeah. it is, right? I, I just think that if you could find more ways to kind of alleviate that second level need, uh, and really the need is just a break for these guys, right? Because mm-hmm. you like the play of your two linebackers. You just kind of need to alleviate some of the need there. If you could play maybe a little bit more dime with the, with four safeties or, you know, that sort of thing. I think that's how you're going to get the most talented group on the field while also alleviating some of the, the you know, guys on the second level to go get a break, go get a breather, especially Bell. I mean, again, who is playing special teams as well as playing linebacker, which is crazy. Yeah, I think I saw the stat. Like he's played like 125 snaps over the last two games, which is 
absolutely wild. They they've got to find a way. I mean, they've got a bunch of games coming up here in December, yeah. kind of leading up to the playoffs. You got to find a way to rotate these guys to make sure that they're fresh for the playoffs. And I expect to see more of Wanya Thomas. We're both still waiting for Izzy Makamu to have a little bit bigger of a role in this defense. Maybe we should just give up on that dream, but he's so talented and we've seen whenever he's played, he's, he's been really good. Maybe this is the time to try to get him 10 to 15 snaps on defense. Yeah. I mean, just another guy that you can add into that mix and, and honestly add into the mix a little bit at the corner spot. If you need sure. to kind of alleviate Jordan Lewis, who has played, uh, I mean, look, has played a ton of snaps yeah. on a foot that uh, we were, have Bad always foot. been very concerned about. So uh, yeah, I think that the Cowboys, the good news for the Cowboys is that they have depth thanks to their safety uh, room that has, is also very versatile that allows them to kind of yep. get breathers for some of these guys and kind of help spread the the wear and tear of, of all the year's snaps uh, across a couple different positions. All right, let's talk about Peyton Hendershot, who the Cowboys have to make a decision on by the end of, the, uh, end of this week. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about prepping for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is terrifying. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than like one of my kids getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, they're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day or on tomorrow's show, we're going to answer a bunch of your Twitter questions, so make sure that you tune in for that. Thursday, we got our crossover show with Locked On Eagles. That's always a lot of fun talking mm-hmm. to those Eagles guys, especially after a loss. I can't wait to just talk to Gino. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Later, let's talk about Peyton Hendershot, though. Um, so the Cowboys have to make a decision on Peyton Hendershot. They activated his 21-day practice window. Um, I believe it's Friday that they have to decide whether to activate him or not. If he's not activated, he's out for the remainder of the year. If he is activated, the Cowboys have to cut somebody from their 53-man roster. What do you think they do, and what's going on here? 
Well, yeah, and this is also made complicated by what we've just discussed, right? The Anthony Barr situation, because Anthony Barr is currently on a practice squad, so you can't sign him to your practice squad. I don't think. Nope, it has uh, to be even even if he wanted roster. to, you have yeah. to sign him to the fifty-three man roster, which then creates another spot that's got to be created. So, which, by the way, I believe the rules are now: if you sign somebody to your fifty-three man roster, they have to stay on the roster for at least four weeks. You can't just cut them after a week or anything like that. So that makes things even more complicated. I think, you know, we kind of were under the impression that the Peyton Hendershot decision was being held up by the Darius Shaq Leonard situation. Um, You know, but I I think now, now that we are hearing that they're still interested in kind of adding another linebacker for depth there, uh, it it makes the Peyton Hendershot question even, even more difficult. I, I think, they probably are going to have to look at Sean McEwen and and think, you know, do they want to replace Sean McEwen with Peyton Hendershot? And and you know, look, I think that Peyton Hendershot is with the Peyton Hendershot we saw last year. Uh, I think that's a no brainer. You know, oh yeah, like, he's a better tight end. There's no doubt. But I, I think having watched a little bit of him in training camp, and part of part of me wonders, kind of looking back retroactively, was he hurt before? he kind of left the field and stopped playing hurt. Right. Like he just, he wasn't having a great training camp. I think he was just kind of uneven, especially uh, versus what our expectations were. So I, I think Sean McEwen has been a valuable piece for this team. Um, but I don't think it's a, it's, it's, it's a, so I don't think it's a, a, a an easy and straightforward answer uh, right now for, for putting Kendershot on the squad. I think, you know, you want to believe that you could put him on cut McEwen Maybe sneak McEwen back onto the practice squad, though. I don't. I'm not even 100 percent sure on the rules of that right now. I think he could. I think he can. You think he can get back? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you know you see what the. I don't know if he has any elevations left, but you know what I'm saying. Like that. That might be. Yeah, a whole, that might be the issue. That yeah. might be a whole issue there. But I think that there is a gamble that may be worth taking. That if you bring Hendershot, you know, into the lineup, that he can do what McEwen has been doing. Uh, but then on top of that give you maybe a little bit of what we saw Hendershot do last year, right? Which is a big play machine, a down the field weapon, uh, a receiving guy that, that can create. Here's the problem with that though. Aren't you trying to do that with Luke Schoonmaker right now? A little bit. Well, there's there's no reason you couldn't use both. I mean, you 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 could use it. I just wonder, like you already have all these receivers that you're trying to get on the field. The tight end room was just a lot different last year because I thought Hendershot and Ferguson were close enough last year that they were kind of interchangeable. Their skill sets sure. weren't similar, but they were of similar caliber players. It just feels like Hendershot is such a distant third tight end between Schoonmaker and Ferguson. Like, are you better off just keeping the guy that can do more fullback stuff in McEwen or I, I don't, or the guy that's just better on special teams? I, I, I don't know. I honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit confused on what's going on here. It's it's a little it's not straightforward. And listen to to answer the kind of larger question, this is going to make some people furious. But no, I I wouldn't necessarily take a bunch of Schoonmaker's snaps for Hendershot at this point. I know people are upset with Schoonmaker and they think that he's a bust, but he's been blocking extremely well, like better than Hendershot was last year, right? So yeah, I, I now I don't know where Hendershot is after a year of development. Maybe he can give you something. But I also think that you're just going to get better 13 personnel stuff. You're going to maybe give more opportunities to kind of give 
maybe you feel more comfortable with giving Ferguson a break with Hendershot out there, right? Possibly. Like if you're going to be yeah. in, in third down situations, you can, you can uh, uh, feel more comfortable in passing down situations, putting Hendershot out there than Schoonmaker. Cause I, I think Hendershot is a more dynamic pass catcher, right? Cause he is kind of barely a tight end in some ways. Uh, no, then, then, then I think then Scooby. Okay. Yeah. So did I say, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I was just, I was just making sure we're clear. I I think as far as like dynamism, like, you know, getting down the field, making a play above, making big plays, that sort of thing, getting open at the top of the route. I think that's something that Hendershot is probably better than Schoonmaker is right now. Schoonmaker to me is more of the big body tight end who moves bodies in the run game and then is a you know a, a rebound target a, a big the body target that you, yeah the tight traditional end. tight yeah. in line tight end uh you know ferguson is obviously the do it do it all guy i think hendershot to me is another kind of more on the passing tight ends spectrum of things and i think he could provide you some you know good snaps but i just the question is can he do the rest of the things that you asked Sean McEwen to do, right? Yeah. All the special team stuff, all the the uh, second and third blocker stuff. Uh, and so I think that's kind of, you know, and uh, all of that on top of the fact that he's hurt. You know, he's coming yeah. off an in, a pretty serious ankle injury that's kept him out the entire year. So uh, there's a lot to figure out there. It's not even just what is what can you get from Hendershot? It's like, hey, can, is what you're going to get from Hendershot better than what you're going to get from McEwen or from whoever you're going to have to cut to put him on the roster? And then the question is, if it's not, are you okay with not having Hendershot for the rest of the season? Yeah, it, it's really complicated. I also mentioned one of the things that Hendershot does better than the, all the other tight ends, and I don't know how much this matters, but there was quite a few times last year, like even on two-point conversions, where they would give him the ball on a jet sweep. Now, yep. maybe you should throw the tight end jet sweep out of the playbook and not worry about it. But those are the types of things that he can do that Schoonmaker and Jake Ferguson can't do. And obviously, Sean McEwen can't do either. So it's just how valuable is that? I, I will also mention, and I don't know how much stock to put into it, but I thought it was fascinating that the Cowboys elevated Princeton Fant, a tight yeah. end kind of hybrid guy last week. Now, we didn't play on offense, but got more run on special teams. Is that just so when Peyton Hendershot is ready, you have a similar type of player? Or do they just really like Princeton fan and they want to see him on the field? I don't know, but this is going to be fascinating to see what the Cowboys do this week. Yeah, and again, I think it's one of the few spots that we don't have, we as Cowboys fans and even people that have been to training camp and stuff, we really have very little insight here. We've seen very little of Peyton Hendershot outside of training camp. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out because we're really peeking through keyholes when it comes Mm. to this specific, uh, uh, you know, roster movement situation. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, every day, we'll be back tomorrow to answer your Twitter questions. Thursday's our crossover show. Friday, Lane and I will get you ready for Cowboys-Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel. We post videos every single day over there. We are free and available on all platforms. Go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.